This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Welcome to the Other Experts podcast with Aminu Ahaboy. Aminu, how's it going? Well, it's fine. Uh, well, I can physically say that. <laughs> well, it's um, going on smoothly, unlike. Um, I would say on like um, five years back, mm-hmm. but now it's um, peaceful. Wait, what? What happened five years back? Okay. <laughs> Which okay. You, you put yourself in that. So yeah. Okay. Well, um, um, I would say it's like um, when I first got to Malaysia, mm-hmm. uh, I came for studies, and uh, I think Lip Kokring. I don't know if you know Lip Kokring. Yeah, yeah. Lip yeah, University in Sabjaya. It's a very, it's a great school, and um, I recommend such school for for other uh, people who are coming here to study. So after school, yeah, that's when I started understanding the real culture. It's like <laughs> the university covered, you know, the atmosphere from me observing what's happening here and there. So uh, when I hit the um, environment for where we need to get job that's where I started realizing that um, there's a different ball game altogether okay well uh, one of the things is that Malaysia is a peaceful place and it's a place that uh, if you are recommend place for people who already have funds and want to come and you know have time for holiday and stuff like that but not for status you know you mean like career status correct career status not for career status because this environment is not a place where people come in to easily you know it's, it doesn't give that that um, environment for for foreigners especially we from the Africans to to come walk Okay, and why study or because in fact that is something that they eliminate. But I think many many Africans don't understand that because they feel they they kind of compare it to the European um, environment where there's you know provision for people to work and you know while you're working you can support yourself. But here is not it's not that. And you know the how will I put it? The Malaysians per se. You know, I think from my end, because people may think that they are, they are like, um, they have different kind of thinking. But I realized that from from the five years of my working experience, I realized that they are not really familiar with the Africans. Okay, they are not that really familiar with the Africans, and you know, the culture we are from is totally different from theirs. So when they observe something foreign, they tend to, you know. Normally, you tend to reject at the first time until you get to know and understand who these people are. So that's what they they, they are concerned about because you know once you have people who do not who have totally different character, not just character, you know their physique, their color is totally different. So when much is coming into that environment. They feel skeptical. They, they, they. I've, I've spoken with few of them. They say they're scared. 
because most of us uh, we look scary to them <laughs> we look scary to them so i think that's one of the reasons why you see most africans here you know have this uh, feeling that they are racist actually they are not it's just that this kind of culture kind of thing but if you understand them properly well i will say that they are fun to be with okay but i i noticed for uh, at a certain time you know i i had a discussion with one of them they even had an institution where they need to train their people on how to understand we africans oh really yes the the government the government established such kind of institution i was and i was i was curious why and they told me that i know uh, some Africans here, yeah, they, they, there are things they do which I, I disapprove of. You know, I think they had the belief that uh, when they come here, I think most of the most importantly is that they felt that there's something here they can do. But you know, the environment don't encourage that. So what would they do? Most Africans don't want to just go back just like that, and so they find other alternative to uh, create revenue for for themselves, but in the wrong way. That's the thing. So. The environment doesn't allow we Africans to like go through the genuine way to create ourselves uh, jobs, create ourselves, uh, uh, have these creativities of creating revenue for ourselves. That environment is not there. So, and they are not ready for that. So, once they are not ready for that, I think what we need to do here is just school and go back. Okay. So. You mentioned that um, after being in school and then coming out of the Lincoln-Queen um, environment, you noticed that it was different. I'm assuming that you were mostly hanging out um, with locals or with foreigners or Nigerians mostly while you were in school? Yes, because, you know, they, I, I hang around with foreigners because for in Lincoln-Queen, Mainly, I'll tell you that seventy-five um, percent of students were foreigners from different region, and they have more of the um, European kind of thinking. Okay, so when we left the school, um, we now find that in reality, there's the ASEAN kind of way of life, which I wasn't that familiar with. So it was very tough for me. Okay, trust was one of them. Okay, I found out that they, they don't trust we Africans. The reason because of the experiences they've passed through, a lot of bad experiences they've passed through and and that. So that has really damaged the 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 uh, uh, foundation of Africans being here or being employable yeah. first of all. But I w I would say I'm one of the lucky ones because I had a project in school that uh, really brought me out and it took me like one to two years before i could before they could gain trust in me and see that but they they, they you know at a certain time i, I work in psychon okay you know psychon is one of the company that you know they they had a lot of africans and the reason why they did that they noticed that you know they came down to observe and notice that african we are actually hard working if the environment is there, yeah, sure. okay. We're actually hardworking. It's just that you know, some other firms don't give that room. 
the opportunity. Yeah. They don't. But they, but at least they gave us the opportunity to yeah. to to and at least they've they've gone trust because even now they they try to employ more of Africans. But at that time, they really employed much. But as time goes on, their their um, ministry has started you know reducing that. I think it has to be a government thing. They reduced that and say that um, they shouldn't. They have a quota for the locals themselves so they have to you know start playing off some certain thing but i'll say in generally malaysia is a country that i won't encourage if you want to come here i think what i will encourage is once you finish your education okay you have to go back nigeria nigeria is it's the country where you need to be seriously because I can see that there's a lot of potential, a lot of opportunities which people don't see. Me staying here for almost like um, seven, eight years, I now understood that um, there are things we are not doing. Okay. One doing is back home. Back home. We are not doing. We are, we are, there are things we are not doing, and uh, those I would say affects. One thing is our mindset. Africans, especially Nigerians, the mindset is totally different. You know, we tend to, you know, want to achieve to the greatest highs within two weeks. We want to tend to get to the director's level. That's in fast, <laughs> fast forwarding. All right. In three weeks. But you see, I, 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 from my experience here, I noticed that, you know, before you get something, there are basic trainings you need to you know go through basic trainings and those basic trainings is being staged by stage whereby they train you in terms of technology in terms of visibility or functionality they train you stage by stage where by the time you are done with this you go to the next stage you're done with that you go to the next stage not in terms of finance and all that you can still retain the same finance but the ability to be able to deliver okay hundred percent they believe in that so if they are targeting hundred percent from you even if you give your 90 then it's good they don't expect you to get hundred percent but they make sure that you are above um, average but in Nigeria it's not like that I'll give an example there's a friend I discussed with that was um, was it two days back in Nigeria I asked her as in how is work and all that do you know what she told me she told me that um, she goes to work and leave around 9 a.m. Sometimes they don't even go to work. Wait, she goes to what time does she go to work? Around 8. Okay. And leaves 9. What she does, she just go there, sign, sign and, in, and then sign and leave. <laughs> in fact, what, 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 I'll, I'll tell you the history of what she said. See, at the first time, she was willing to work. So she was trying her best to, you know, see how we can help but even their director was like it's not going to work you know discouraging her that's not going to work so after like one year in that now she doesn't go to work and guess what they still pay her salary so you know in my imagination i i begin to compare here we are like looking for what to do you know for progress for development for you know improvement and all that you know we think 
that's why I told you that training comes in. They teach us on how to think on you know what you can do to you know create more opportunity to be you know develop yourself. But then nobody cares. That's nobody cares. Even she complained that even the registry where they sign their name, they don't even have budget for a book to register. You see, so when I compare that with what I say, I find out that not private. I'm talking about government institution because the private are really doing good. You know, I I, I just came back like um, I would say three weeks back from the country. You know, like transportation, like uh, when you say like um, I've forgotten this. Uh, God is good. ABC transport. You know, we found out that they've utilized what they call technology. Like you know, now have to book online. Okay. You know, in fact, they call you before one hour before the time they, they move and all that, you see? So those little, little entrepreneurship, you know, is coming back in the private sector. But you know, when the government who are setting the rules, you know, pumping in funds are not doing their job, how do you expect we the youth to be able to, you know, grow ourselves? Yeah. So that's why you see that most of our citizens are, you know, thinking of traveling out, see that, you know there's better life outside but trust me i know that from what i've seen i've compared it too nigeria is the very best place to stay <laughs> seriously it's you know it's it's where you call home it's it's a home where you can you know do things have the opportunity without any restrictions like here there are a lot of restrictions i cannot you know here in the office or in the organization before they promote you they have to think of their people first. Not minding the work in fact you've put in, even if you put in for 10 years, you will still remain in that place because why you're an African. You remain there. So why don't you put in these 10 good working years, this hard work, and put it in your country? You find out that, you know, you bring out something in you. You know, it's not like you're developing your other people's country, you're developing your country. And Nigeria again, 90% import-dependent country. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, from everything you're saying, does does that mean you are thinking about moving home to go work? 100%. Okay. I, 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 in fact, I, 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 that's why I, you know, anytime I go back to the country, I try to explore more. I've even opened two companies there, small companies, which I can start. I've started already and um, eating transportation also so with that I believe that after four years three years from now I should be thinking of going back because there's nothing like home there's nothing I can I can't call here my country it can be my country yes I can come here learn you know understand how things work you know but whatever I learn it's best I put it into my country. So you, you've talked about um, going home. There's one question I have, but I'm going to leave it to the end after this. Yeah, because you, okay, may, I might as well just talk about it. You mentioned that the re, one of the reasons why um, Malaysians um, have this um, perception of. Africans is not racism but because they are not aware they, they lack knowledge basically so um, 
but then there's the argument that um, ignorance is not an excuse for racism. Okay. So, um, what do you say to something like that? Okay. Um, okay. I I won't say knowledge hundred uh, percent because I'll I'll tell you that at least there's some form of racism that is within thirty percent, but I don't want to put that as a majority. Okay, I want to put the majority as lack of knowledge. Even you know, if you communicate with them properly, okay, you find out that their you know their reasoning is kind of minute in a way it's like enclosed. It's like the government has you know really put them they don't travel. They don't travel. So if if they are being secluded in a way so they will have to think one direction so most of them that i communicate with you find out that they've not traveled at all so they don't even know what the world is even my own my own director was asking me how is the only country they know is south africa and they take south africa as africa as africa as a country you can you can imagine that yeah. so once they take africa as a country so <laughs> seeing different africans they just name it as africa it's just that you know there's some certain things that have made nigerians secluded like they now know nigerian and yeah. all that so but i'll say it's knowledge I'll, I'll, it's, it's knowledge if they most of them who have traveled out if you see their exposure is is really great you know they communicate with you they don't even they're not even scared to talk to you they come meet you and say hey how are you that they've really gone to Africa, especially I know most of the time they'll say after South Africa. They've yeah. gone there. <laughs> I don't know why South Africa. I think most of the other Africans have to, you know, show to the world that they are they are around. <laughs> <laughs> they are available. But it seems like South Africa has really covered everything. But being that, they come to you, you know, try to communicate with you. You know, I feel I feel honored, you know. There's a time I went to one of these very nice restaurants, an African restaurant that is from African culture. It's called Nando's. I don't know if you know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they steal that from South Africa also. So, I I, I was there. I was there like uh, two months back. Okay. I met these two couples. They were they were like you know they were so amazed. Like I and one of my friends were just discussing more about why you know it's very difficult for them to get jobs so i was trying to advise her and it's not like that it's just the environment because you know they look you know some of these students when they just come out they feel that they can be able to you know try and get job and all that but it's quite hard for them and quite disappointing for them because i tried to advise them that that's not how it is that it's not that there's no job but it's just that the environment does not continue africans to work here so it's very difficult for them so he they after listening to us for a while they like had to tell us that they have gone to guinea guinea Bissau, they've gone to south africa that they really like the way we are discussing and you know i know i i felt i felt different you know it gave me this honor that at least they recognize africa and they recognize that yes Africa too is not only in the bad way, they still have good ones. So for the fact that he was able to speak to me without being scared or being shaky, it means that he's exposed. So with that basis, I, I observed that I think knowledge 
you know knowledge really matters because without knowledge i don't think they will be able to know what is really happening there they only get news whatever is being posted in the news like africa is bad this is underdeveloped nothing but they've not really gone there i'll give an example of um um what was his name akon okay yeah he's you know i'm sure you know akon very well <laughs> <laughs> you know he, he was in us you know you know he was he started music but when he came back to africa he made a statement he said back in us you know there was this issue of them going to partner with an african artist like when they want to partner with african artists they will say no they cannot they, that is going to kill their music career and all that at that time when a musician sings and all that they have to t- book taxi and go back to their homes after the whole um, concept and all that but when it comes to africa especially in nigeria you found out that our music is unique you know he tried to partner you can see did partner with some of our stars and with that some of the african some of the us now are now partner because they found out that you know africans we africans you know we have this uniqueness in us that if we don't put ourselves down for these people if we try to build ourselves our own industry we are going to make it more than the way they they they, they think of us is you can see you can see nollywood and you can see our, our, our music industry how is is booming you see when when our youth are putting in their effort you know this environment is already there for them to be able to create what they need you see the world coming to yeah. partner yeah. with yeah. us and you know they don't even they don't even wait for us to go yeah, they, they come and say oh, david do please we have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have something yeah. for you you know and they don't shy away again you see so what i'm trying to say is that if the environment is there we don't need to depend on government we don't need to depend on anybody we just have that good environment sanitize ourselves change our mindset it's not many dedicated ones down to the poor average to the poor the mindset and i won't blame them for that mindset do you know why i was saying i won't blame them for that mindset it's because you know It's, it's a very big economy, a very big nation where the resources is small for the people. So, you know, nature takes place, take precedent. So once the resources are small, people tend to fight. Mindset tends to change. People become greedy, you want to take from other people. But if, you know, the resources is being shared amicably or i won't say shared amicably i would say put in infrastructures where people divide their minds away from that negativity and put it into productivity trust me that country will be a very great country <laughs> but in general malaysia I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying this because i want to you know despise malaysia malaysia they've, they've done well for themselves see they've really done well for themselves and they've created an environment for you know tourists they end more in tourists tourism yeah, you see so they've done well for themselves and i really applaud them look at their builders i see their you look, at, look at their infrastructures you know they've 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 put things in place yeah. and with that you know what that that's why i'll just encourage people 
come here and see. You know, look at the way people do their things. They, they eat their food. They don't they don't import anything. <laughs> they're nasigori I am they're very satisfied with it. Nasigori Kandan, they're very satisfied with this. Nasigori USA, they eat what they produce. Why would their economy not grow? So if if every other people can, you know, emulate that and do that for their own, I think. Yeah, so what what do you like or don't like about living abroad in Malaysia? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what I like or what I don't like. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it as a reality. As a foreigner, not just Malaysian. As a foreigner, living outside outside your where you have been brought up, I will say is that um, I, I won't encourage that. I want to encourage that though. I'm not saying that you can't go there, spend five few years, and understand what other culture is. But I'll always maintain that it's better you think, get ideas, build your. It's just like I'll give an example. The kind of question you're asking me is like you have your family, you build up your family, you have your wife and your children, right? Now your question is. If I like it to go and stay in my brother's home, (laughs) (laughs) how comfortable I am in my brother's home. Yeah. You see? No, but the thing is, sometimes you go to your brother's home and you will like or not like some things about going there. So the question is, what do you like or what don't you like about when you are in your brother's home? I'll put it like, I'll put it this way. I'll say that. What will you pick mm-hmm. from that your brother's home mm-hmm. to use in developing your own? Exactly. What you like, what you don't like. I would say I like food. <laughs> I would say I like swimming. But would that bring development? Would that bring the future standard of, 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 of citizens in the near future? No. My personal life can be food, drink. You can see chicks here and there. Quite alright. Okay. But that does not bring anything. Observe the, the 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 Westerners, okay. Of course, they will like African food. They will like this and that. But that's not what they come there to do. They come there to understand how the environment is, what they can do to generate fun. Shell, conical oil. They're Nigerians. Are they Nigerians? No. They came there, or other countries, even here in Malaysia. What they do? They came here, understand that. Oh, this people has. So resources. Oh, this people have social resources. What can we do to develop these resources and generate employment and generate funds and patriot back? You see? So here in Malaysia, trust me, whatever they have, we have. There's nothing the only what I'll always say personal now, go personally, what I'll just like is I'll say ease of movement okay. infrastructure okay you can transport yourself from here to here easily without any problems okay then i'll say steady light 
Okay. okay. The, those, all of everything you just mentioned, those are like my favorite things. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Steady light. Okay. Yeah. But it's not, it's not, that I'm trying to tell you that it's not that these things are not back there. Trust yeah. me, I'll tell you, in Kaduna, Tango, okay. right. you're Nigerian. You should know Kaduna State. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are three communities, okay. three communities who have enjoyed non interrupt power supply for about five years now. Oh, okay. In fact, I can tell you that there's a school, there's a, there's a, there's a school, it's like a, it's a high school in Abuja who claim that they've not suffered light for the past five years also okay why although it comes in their own expenses but it's not that these things are not there wait how do they do it that is separate from the national grid? Yeah, no they didn't they didn't tap into the national grid they did okay. what they call solar system oh, okay yeah, yeah that's that, yeah that. that's what that's what they do and the thing is that that's why i'm seeking that thing that we did not we are not our mindset is it's, it's totally off if we think properly seriously those things that we need we desire we can put it in place we don't need to need to wait for the government to do the infrastructure already is already decayed so it needs time for it to grow and i like this dispensation what what they're doing they're putting up the policies making the policies much more um, better you know our economy you can see when you was like 25 billion dollars before Bari entered now it's about we have like our reserves almost 47 billion billion dollars no? so that that that's alone shows that at least the economy is growing and if we can change our mind from saying government 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 try to put in our effort trust me even you and I in the next 10 years we'll find out that there's our kids will always enjoy whatever we suffer for. But Nigerians don't want to suffer. They don't want to suffer. They just they just want enjoyment, enjoyment, enjoyment. You know you see I here in this country I have noticed I've noticed that. You see all these people they call them Yahoo boys and all that <laughs> and fraudulent kind of thing. You see they collect money from their devious way and go party. Exactly. Spend it in the club at once everything gone again. everything gone yeah. and they come back to the street <laughs> you see what kind of mentality is that yeah. i'm not encouraging that but somebody that is even wise enough you came you came to a country and you said hey, you you didn't get a job okay you did that you got money all you did is to spend it on girls and women and drinks and you come back to the street again and start begging for food again is that does that you, you, now you understand that it's yeah. it's not about even if you give a typical Nigerian typical five million, tell him what can you do with it? He's going to waste it. Yeah, true. He's going to waste it. So if that training, our mindset has been changed, okay, and that training there's this kidap where you can put facilities, train them not about money, just about the impute being enterprising and all that. Seriously, I don't think you want to like anything here. <laughs> you prefer to like whatever is at home. Okay, so what do you miss most from home? <sighs> While you're here, what do you miss? I know you miss like the entire Nigerian life, but if you can't pick one thing, what is that thing going to be? 
Well, back home, there are a lot of things I miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Of, I'm, I'm one of these people that, if I right still when I'm here, I still pay for Roku TV to watch my Nigerian movies. Yeah, okay. I, I, I watch. In fact, before I came, I, I was even watching a movie, a Nigerian movie before I came. So, I, I miss the culture. I miss the culture. What advice would you have for s- someone who's thinking of um, coming out of their country to be an expert in Malaysia? Oh, yes. Specifically, Malaysia, Malaysia, not just anywhere else. Okay, okay. Um, the advice I'll give for, um, especially Africans, uh, if you're interested in agriculture, okay, in the area of agriculture, and um, I would say in the area of um, oil, crude oil, if you are in that area, then and um, if you're in the area of um, architecture okay those are the people i will encourage to come to malaysia to for more exposure because i'm always at the side of development okay um, sorry don't 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 think i'm being biased but edic- development is always my thing so if i'm always giving advice i'll give an advice in terms of development if you're going to be a doctor or I don't think there's nothing here for you. There's nothing here for you in Malaysia. If you're going to be a lawyer, there's nothing here for you. If you're going to be like um, a musician, there's nothing here for you. Why do you think there's nothing here? For because such people? kind of such kind of area do not, you know, is not, is not really. In fact, you can get more knowledge in in back home than here, because like a musician. An African musician cannot come to Malaysia and say he wants to come and do music or say he wants to develop, except we are talking about the equipment and all that, but that you can get in a, even in a closer um, environment. Yeah. So what I can only say is I will encourage people, agriculture, yeah. oil and gas, architecture. Yeah. So these are the three basic things that I can see that you can benefit very well when it comes to such kind of area in Malaysia. Yeah, if you if you if you're coming to Malaysia within within that scope, seriously, I'll really encourage them so that they can be able to see what has been done here, and be able to you know use that, groom themselves, make themselves stronger, and all that. Learn and work hard. They have to learn. They have to understand. Put their heads down. Remove what they've learned. Start afresh because it's a different dimension. Because you see, they have they have creativities very much here. So you have to abandon all your theoretical work and all that and come here for the practical. You learn, practice, and go back. Don't presume that you are going to be here more than five years and think there's. Don't remove that. Come here for the study, for development, knowledge. And you go back. Yeah. That's what. That's what. That's my advice. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts um, you want to share with? Yes, I will. I will. I will say. Last. Lastly, I will say that please, you know, although there's uh, bad uh, reputation for, especially Nigerians here in Malaysia, but that should not discourage them. Okay, and people should not think that um, that uh, money is being plucked. 
I know that um, the wrong motives have been shown to them back back home. That yes, you can buy mansion in two years. It's, it's very impossible. I'll be very honest with you. It's only dubious ways being being created. But if you can see like ours, you walk, you showcase that you have the ability to for development, for creativity and all that, yeah, that can also be encouraged. So if you think you have that and you can diversify, then you're okay. But always remove the mindset that coming to make money, people should understand that every country has a system. I know Nigeria or Africa has a backward system, okay, where you think you can over like that no this country why they are developed is because they have a system in place so don't think you can come here to cheat the system so if you come here you are going to go through the system and learn from the system then you return back there are some countries that are not accommodating for so long okay you only come to invest and all that so malaysia is one of those countries that is not accommodating not accommodating in the sense that you come and stay for so long but accommodating in the sense that you come here to learn develop yourself and you go back okay that's that's what i can say that's that's just my thought about all right <laughs> uh thank you very much um amino um for joining us for this episode thank you um thank you for listening um catch you guys on the next episode the other experts podcast is produced by blast studios the sound design is by Big Main Sound Machine and the intro was created by The Small Room Production. You can and should subscribe to the Other Expert podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and sign up for our monthly newsletters on theotherexperts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn and you can always email us at any time on inquiry at other experts.com.